You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas Third. We're the damn Indians. So, we all know the Green family from here in Oklahoma. If you don't know who they are, they are the family that is behind Hobby Lobby. And uh, they also are the geniuses behind the Museum of the Bible. A couple of years ago, the story came out about how they were uh, acquiring uh, items for that museum. And a lot of them were stolen funerary items and precious uh, Saudi, um, you know, treasures. Not unlike what happens to Indians. And that has historically happened to us. Um, Not unlike what historically happens to uh, brown folks all over the world. That's right. Why can't y'all just leave us alone? Why y'all got to loot our graves? But any hoozle, that's why y'all get cursed <laughs> with things like COVID. <laughs> Digging up people's graves. Yeah, it probably shit. did. Yeah, it probably was some Egyptian tomb or something that brought COVID back. <laughs> well, it was probably Hobby Lobby. And here's why. The, uh, from NPR, the headline is, U.S. authorities say Hobby Lobby's Gilgamesh tablet is stolen and must go back to Iraq. There's a couple of things I want to point out here. Number one, if you've ever seen the Museum of the Bible commercials, they talk about the book that's been there from the beginning. And of course, when I saw the commercial, I was like, how disingenuous. The Bible has not been there from the beginning. Yeah. However, the book of Gilgamesh Gilgamesh was like the first documented story. It was like the first written book, tablet, shall we say, right? So (laughs) they stole the Gilgamesh tablet from Iraq and put it in the Museum of the Bible. Therefore, they can make the claim, the book that's been there since the beginning. Ah. See? Yeah, let's see. So, <laughs> take that. <laughs> that's yeah, that's interesting. So it actually predates the Bible anyway. Yes, it does. And the the story goes on to say, U.S. federal prosecutors are seeking the return to Iraq of roughly of a roughly thirty five hundred year old clay tablet purchased by the Hobby Lobby Arts and Crafts store chain for display in the Washington D.C. based Museum of the Bible. The tablet is described as quote stolen Iraqi property quote in a civil complaint filed Monday. The complaint details part of the journey of this fragment of the oldest known creation tale from a palace library in ancient Mesopotamia to its present location in a Department of Homeland Security warehouse in Queens, New York. It alleges that a major international auction house, unnamed in the complaint, obscured the provenance of the tablet known as the Gilgamesh Dream Tablet when it sold the tablet to Hobby Lobby in 2014. 
Agents from U.S. Immigrations and Custom Enforcement's Homeland Security investigation seized the tablet last year from the Museum of the Bible, which it said cooperated with the investigation. Hobby Lobby owners are the founders of the Museum of the Bible. Prosecutors said that the 5 by 6 inch tablet, which Hobby Lobby purchased for more than $1.6 million, is considered property of the Iraqi government and should be returned. And the U.S. attorney says, and I quote, Whenever looted cultural property is found in this country, the United States government will do all it can to preserve heritage by returning such artifacts to where they belong, end quote. Really? Uh-huh. Is that a fact, <laughs> Mr. U.S. Attorney? Because <laughs> I have some questions for you, sir. And I think well, the Sack and Fox Nation has questions for you. And I think every say? other tribe has questions for you regarding what that. Do you, what do you always say? Use the words against them. Yes, indeed. So back to Gilgamesh. Um, it goes on to explain uh, the epic of Gilgamesh and what it is. And uh, it goes back and it says the tablet surfaced in or before 2001 when an unnamed U.S. antiquities dealer examined it laid it out with other pieces on the floor of the London apartment of a Jordanian antiquities dealer known to acquire directly from the Middle East. Two years later, the U.S. dealer returned with a expert who determined that despite the salt incrustations that made it difficult to read, the tablet was likely a piece of the ancient literature, potentially rare and valuable. And so it goes on. To follow the tablet's journey. So it's like the Pawn Stars when they call in the guy that knows something about something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no guy that knows a guy. Yeah. Who knows a guy who knows all about this. So in 2014, <laughs> Hobby Lobby bought the tablet in a private sale after a Hobby Lobby representative viewed the tablet in London. The auction house shipped the tablet to its New York office and from there hand carried it to Hobby Lobby's headquarters in Oklahoma City. Quote that so that Hobby Lobby could avoid incurring a New York sales tax, end quote, according to prosecutors. Hobby Lobby was fined $3 million in 2017 for failing to conduct due diligence after federal authorities said it bought thousands of artifacts that had been smuggled out of Iraq. Some of the items on display at the Museum of the Bible have been looted from previously unknown archaeological sites. In a statement in March, Museum Board Chairman Steve Green said the institution had identified a further 5,000 papyrus fragments and 6,500 clay objects with insufficient provenance that would be returned to Egypt and Iraq. Uh-huh. In, 2017, in the 2017 settlement with federal authorities, Green committed to the museum exercising more oversight. Later that same year, the Museum of the Bible contacted the auction house to verify information about the origins of the Gilgamesh tablet. U.S. prosecutors say the auction house withheld information. 
Iraqi's Ministry of Antiquities told NPR that it is trying to determine whether the Gilgamesh tablet was among thousands of items stolen from one of its regional museums in 1991. After Saddam Hussein's invasion of Kuwait in the previous year, the regime lost control of certain parts of Iraq. At least nine of the country's 13 regional museums were looted in the turmoil. And for more information, you can go to the Talk Jive website and catch that article from NPR. Man, yeah, that's crazy. But I mean, like I said, it's it's the same thing that's been happening to brown people, natives, aboriginals, whatever you want to call them, all over. I mean, this is this is what um, this is what Christian nations do. They, they conquer and they loot and pillage and 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 then convert. It, it's it's so crazy to hear representatives from the United States government take that stance. And you know what? Have they given it up? Have that? What have they done with it? They said it's in a warehouse in New York. So yeah, if that's the property of Iraq. Give it back to Iraq. Yeah. Send that motherfucker back. Yeah, that's their people's stuff. And you know what? Do what you can to help them avoid any kind of customs taxes or any kind of, what do they call them, Uh, VAT tax or anything else. You know what? Don't make them pay a bunch of unnecessary fees. Just send it back to them. Well, that's pretty (laughs) un-American. Not to make them pay fees. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, we see, I, I, I've watched this case, of course, in fascination because this sets precedent, tribal, yeah, tribal you, leaders well, and tribal tippos. And if people don't understand, you have some, you have a lot of background in this particular area as being a, a former tippo. Yes. Um, if you don't know what a tippo is, it's a tribal historic preservation officer. And this is something that Tipos deal with a lot, repatriation. And repatriation is just basically uh getting back our things, stuff. Yeah, getting getting stuff back to the tribe. And so our if you have it in the museum or whatever, you know, they they send it back to the tribe. If you have a museum that is actually up to standards, which a lot of tribes don't still, so but that's a whole nother uh, episode. It's an intricate process. And the the way that these federal agencies handle this, I always take notice because you can use that. You can use this precedent set right here with this for us because he's on record saying that. That's a U.S. attorney, a U.S. attorney in that district. Thank you. (laughs) Stumbled over my words, got too excited. Um, Yeah. But, you know, that's that's a thing, though. (coughs) Looting graves and looting precious artifacts. Send them back Hobby Lobby. You should know better. See, you're the one. You're part, probably part of the reason why all them uh, tornadoes have started hitting up north in North Oklahoma City. See, might be them. Probably. I mean, this is this is something that they've been caught at once. 
We had to keep that in mind. Yeah, they've already been caught. They've already had a settlement. In fact, later that same year that they said, we won't do it and we'll do better, they were doing this. So it's not like they took a break or anything. They were continuing to do this while they were making their other deal. Yeah. So it's crazy for sure. You know what else is crazy? <laughs> Falls Creek has been nixed for the summer. Yeah. So no Falls, Falls Creek. Creek kids. Yeah. You know how much uh, virginity that just saved? Like, that's where all like all the, the little white kids get lose their virginity is at Falls Creek. They have one week for Indian Falls Creek and it's for all ages. And it was always so much fun. It was oh, always yeah. cool. Every every service uh they would call out your tribe. And so all of the tribal members would go up and sing a hymn. Oh yeah? Yeah. See, it it wasn't all crazy like that. Of course, you're talking to the biggest nerd ever. Yeah, nobody would have told you about the party anyway, so. <laughs> They're like, she's going to snitch on us. Don't tell her. <laughs> I can't even begin to get into that with you and all of my <laughs> um, things because you did, if you were on the board of directors, you had to help with security, and I was <laughs> at a very young age. And the fact, the youngest. In so you were a smith at a very young age, huh? Man. You were, you were, you were a professional narc at Fall No! Street. No! <laughs> How many people did you, did you turn in for smoking during the camp or something? Listen, hey, you're talking to somebody who didn't try their first full joint until they were 22 years old. 22. Yeah. Ain't been the same since. So. <laughs> Any hoozle. So, yeah, no Falls Creek and no Gilgamesh tablet for Hobby Lobby. You have sinned, Hobby Lobby. Yeah, this is, you know. You have sinned in I mean, the eyes of the U.S. federal government. And, and I saw today where a... Uh, one of the tri or uh, one of the uh, it was a one of the preachers at a church sent out a deal about how he was not going to be reopening the church, even though um, he 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 called it a political move. Yes, uh, it was just you know, is is Donald Trump trying to get the the religious vote? And he came out publicly, and and I applaud him because he's not putting his his members at risk. He said they're going to continue to do their virtual, um, their virtual thing, and not, you know, there, there's no no need to push it like that. Especially when they say, Doctor Burks is saying, you know what? If you can't practice social distance distancing wear a mask and you consider a lot of the church congregants are at risk. I mean, our elders, you know, may have some kind of physical ailment, asthma, something like that, that puts them at risk. Yeah. So it's very interesting 
indeed to see the reaction across Christian country. Is that what yeah. you call it? I mean, well, we're in the we're in the Bible Belt, you know. We're the buckle we're the, of it. Yeah, the buckle of the Bible Belt. So whatever the hell that means. I think you know what can, it means. Does that mean we can unstrap <laughs> it and the whole thing gets 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 loose or what? Maybe I don't know. Let's uh let's talk to some of our uh, Oklahoma friends who are in the know and see if that's even possible. Because you know Oklahoma. what, we are Indians here. I mean, come on, Indians! If all the Indians in the Indian communities just took over your own Indian community, like Anadarko mm. and Carnegie, yeah. Where else? Shit, I mean, El Reno got a lot of Indians yeah. in El Reno. Yeah, Norman. you look at there's there's places where there is a large Indian population that could really take over if they got politically active. Yes, indeed. So, just saying, you could do it. Have faith in you, Indians. Mm-hmm. That's where my faith lies, right there. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. We are indigenous, we're independent, and we are them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.